Welcome to the Membership Guys podcast. Kick-ass advice and tips for membership site owners. What's up everyone? Welcome to episode 216 of the Membership Guys podcast. I'm your host Mike Morrison and this is a very, very, very special episode because we are celebrating the four-year anniversary of Membership Academy. And of course, that celebration could not be complete without my partner, the other membership guy, many including her would say the better half of the membership guys, the one and only Callie Willows. Woohoo! I can't <laughs> believe it's actually been four years already. That's crazy. It really, really is. And at least now we have a bit of an explanation for why all these grey hairs are starting to <laughs> kick in. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, um, for those of you who've been listening to the podcast for a while, you will know that every year when the anniversary of the Academy comes round, myself and Callie like to get a little bit nostalgic, like to come onto the show and to share our thoughts over the past 12 months, talk a little bit about how our business has developed, about the ups and downs and so on. And so for this episode, we thought we'd actually specifically talk about the major ups and downs within our business over the last year. So so we've got seven ups and three downs, technically. Yeah. Technically. It's kind I'm liking of, the proportions there, though. Yeah, it's good. It's good. I think if it was the other way around, maybe we'd have something to worry about. Maybe we'd be a little more downbeat. So we're going to um, single out some of the big highlights and also some of the things that um, I wouldn't say haven't gone as well, but certainly things that maybe we're looking at as we come to the end of the year and, and we're thinking, okay, these are things we want to change. These are things we would have done differently or what have you. So anyone who listened to last year's anniversary episode will know that we talked quite a bit about the new membership roadmap that we just brought into the Academy. And we talked about how that brand new roadmap was kind of the evolution, the culmination of several years worth of work and how our intention with that roadmap was for it to be kind of the last big piece of the puzzle, the final major new development, major overhaul in terms of uh, content for the Academy. Yeah, and we did already have a roadmap in place, but the existing roadmap was more of a navigational tool. Yeah. And the new roadmap was more of a complete, it's it's a course essentially. It's an epic, it's, epic it's, course. Yeah, it's an 11 stage course that takes you from first thinking about a membership site to 90 days post launch and everything you need to do in between. Yeah, so, and it's it's a, it's essentially a course that is designed to to be worked through essentially over a space of like three months. Yeah. Like it's, it is a fully comprehensive um, beast. Yeah. <laughs> The, the whole aim when we were creating it was to be able to take somebody from idea to launch and beyond in 90 days. Yeah. And we've achieved that. Yeah. You know, since implementing that roadmap, it's it's definitely helped retention. It's helped member results. It's just been um, awesome all round. Like, yeah. The previous roadmap was good, but this is just a whole new level. Yeah. So the one we had before was more about helping people decide what of our other content, so what other courses, what other tutorials in the academy, what they should do and when, what order they should do them in. It wasn't it wasn't an educational piece. It wasn't a walkthrough. It walk wasn't through. content in itself. It wasn't content. It was just um, a curriculum, right? A, a roadmap of, of the other content that we had. So, yeah, when we brought in the all-new membership roadmap as part of the Academy 3.0 changes that we brought in at the end of year three, 
we really had high hopes for it and um so it's it's a huge huge positive definitely the biggest up on my list that actually those hopes have been realized probably beyond what we thought uh, they would be the reaction has been so great as Callie said the the proof is in the pudding in terms of the results that our members are now getting the sort of feedback that we've had just about how much people are are, are are finding it useful for giving them that direction for helping them piece everything together um it's it's a major major positive we knew it was good but you never really know until it's out there. And so, yeah, over the last 12 months, just seeing this roadmap in effect, seeing how people are using it, hearing their reactions, seeing the results that they're getting has been such a major, major positive for us. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, it was hard as well because we loved the old style roadmap, like even just from a, a visual point of view, the old school, old school roadmap was was awesome. It was yeah. a big feature that a lot of people came into the academy and were like, wow, I, how can I have that? But so the, the thing with that, yeah, was, but the thing with that, though, is it, it was a real cool feature from an aesthetic yeah. and a technical point of view. And it was cool for, you know, it, we were big fans and we really advocate giving people that guidance, that pathway through uh, your content. And so it was it was a great uh, way of doing that for our members. And from a functional point of view, it was an awesome feature. I would actually say the aesthetic and the functionality, the techie stuff, the cool stuff, in the original roadmap, I still kind of prefer yeah. to to the the techie and the aesthetic stuff from the new roadmap because the new roadmap is very much more a more traditional course, and you know it's it's not as it's cool. an action based yeah. course, but yeah, course. yeah, it's it's very action driven, but it's still um, it's a course that needs to be structured like a course. Whereas the original roadmap was was just a real cool techie kind of feature um and because of that a lot of people really liked it so that leads into um a very very quick one actually the second up of the last year when we're talking about the roadmap the the double-edged sword and and the real good thing i think about um running a membership for memberships is that you are a case study everything that you that that you do is something that people can draw inspiration from, they can learn from, and they can adapt and try to emulate and all that sort of stuff. So you kind of get the best of both worlds, right? Like we teach you all this stuff, so our content's awesome and all the tools and resources we give you is awesome. You'll get a lot from that, but you also get a lot just from looking at what we do. Now, a result of that is a lot of people want to do exactly what we do. So when we bring in this real cool custom designed, custom built feature like the original roadmap, then people want that. Yeah, and it it's difficult because on the one hand you can understand it, but on the other hand there's you know this element where a the way it was it was created at the time was very specific to us. Yeah, it was very site. very custom. And also we also need to have some things that are just for us. <laughs> yeah. You know, we give members a lot with the member only theme and things like that to help them have a similar site to us, but we also need certain things that are proprietary to us. Yeah, we can't, what we don't want to do is just encourage a, a legion of copycats who put features onto their website 
literally just because we have them on ours rather than thinking about what their users need. And so, um, yeah, that is the double-edged sword of having real funky, real cool stuff on our website is people want to copy those features for their own. And with the roadmap, there was nothing else out there that really enabled you to do what we were doing in the same way that we were doing it. So because we have the member-only theme, which is our WordPress theme, that is designed for memberships. Um, a lot of the features, a lot of the, the design is inspired by our own site. There was definitely, uh, I would say, a, a contingent within the membership who, who just thought that the roadmap feature was going to be added into that. And as Callie said, for, for two main reasons, we, we couldn't do that and we didn't do that. One, it just wasn't, uh, as a feature, the way we built it, it just wasn't suited um, or would require probably too much work to make it suitable for distributing to hundreds and hundreds of people in a way that they could just use in their site. You know, when we're building stuff just for our site, it doesn't matter really um, if it's kind of held together with, with sticky tape under the hood because we're the only ones who need to use it. But when you put it into a theme and you give it to other people, it needs to be a lot more robust. It needs to, you know, anytime I build something for Memberoni, I need to think about like how how many different ways people will want to use it right and how can i create this feature in a way that is flexible enough to suit all these different ways people have their sites while also being true to to the the design and the function and all that sort of stuff anyway i'm rambling about the techie boring stuff um so the big up for us this year was that um, we were able to add the roadmap into Memberoni. So we released a, a major update for Memberoni in July, was it? June, June July. July. Yeah. And we added loads of real cool stuff to it, but the, the thing that just really, really satisfied me to be able to finally give to people after they'd been asking for it for two years, three was years. three years, was the ability to create their own roadmaps in the same style, the same look and feel as our original roadmap. Because we weren't holding that feature back out of spite or laziness or, or any other dumb reason. So anytime anyone was kind of like, hey, can we create this roadmap with Membroni? We're like, no, sorry. Um, it, it, it was gutting. You know, I hate having to say to people, no, you can't do that with my theme. Um, so it felt really, really good to finally be able to, to say, guess what? We've added roadmaps. That was yeah. Cool. yeah, you got a lot of great feedback on that. Yeah, people were very, very happy um, that we were able to add that in. So that was a definite highlight. Uh, it's a real specific one and <laughs> probably a real small one to 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 many of you, but um, you know, kind of almost three years in the making of being able to deliver this really cool feature um, in our theme. So yeah, that's a it's a silly up, but um, it's certainly one that I think is appreciated by everyone using the member only theme. Yeah, and I don't think it's silly at all because there's a lot of work goes in from from you on these themes. You know, you you spend hours coding and developing this. Yeah, it's true. So actually, yeah, it's a definite up. Yeah. being able to put out this major update. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'll revise that. It's not a silly <laughs> one. It was an epic <laughs> win for us this year. Um, and I think especially considering everything else we've been working yeah. on, we're going to talk a bit more about that and the other things we've been working on. Like this update came in the midst. Of one of our busiest periods like ever 
Um, probably uh, <laughs> certainly one of our busiest periods since we launched the Academy, I would say. Yeah. Um, so the fact we were able to just kind of sneak out this massive update and member only uh, was cool because the good thing is now I'm kind of a reformed developer and programmer. It was always that whole side of my toolkit, my arsenal started as a as a hobby, just a, an itch I felt like I wanted to scratch going back well over a decade when I taught myself how to do this. So now that's kind of what it is again. Like day to day, we're all about the strategy and the marketing and the businessy stuff, but being able to still scratch that itch of just locking myself away and just writing code um, is real cool. So it was a lot of fun being able to get that update out. Um, something else, kind of going back again, almost sticking with the theme of the roadmap and what the the new iteration of the roadmap for the academies enabled us to do. I would say, like every single year when we do these episodes, we we've talked about an overhaul to the academy content. Um, so obviously, from from day one. We had some long-term plans for the new types of content, new features we wanted to bring into the academy, but we knew we couldn't do these overnight. And so um, we the, the site's just evolved so much and changed so much since day one. And we, we've had this tendency to kind of to, to schedule all these big changes in line with the anniversaries. Of, of the academy so at the end of year one we brought out the new roadmap and i think we had a new content library that yeah. year um in at the end of year two we had a, a total overhaul of the the content library actually at the end of year three we brought up the brand new roadmap the new growth lab and the new growth lab all that sort of stuff this is the first year where we have an anniversary for the academy and we're not overhauling anything yeah, and it it feels a little weird. It does because um, it it but it it's also become feels a, good. it's it's just become tradition. It's like yeah, okay, and now we've got this next major revolution. But Academy three which is technically where, where where we're at now, which is the growth lab, the new roadmap, and um, the new content uh, deliverables that are going out every every month. That was that was intended to be the final stage of, of evolution for the site. That was kind of, this is the thing we want to do to fully and finally realize the vision we had for the Academy when we very first started. And we knew it would take us a while to get there because it was an ambitious vision in terms of the the, the comprehensiveness of the library, the, the nature of the roadmap, the type of content we want to give to people. And it just feels good one year on from saying this is the final evolution to being able to say, yeah, it was, and it has been. Yeah. And we haven't cooked up a whole new change. And we like, it's, it's, it's proven to be that final piece of the puzzle. Um, and because of that, this last year has really, I, I think, seen us enjoy possibly the most stable, consistent and highest standard of, of our routine for content that's going out to our members every month. 
Yeah, definitely. We've had a a really good routine this year with content where, you know, we're we're putting out an expert workshop every month on a growth focused topic mainly, like webinars or Facebook ad funnels, things like that. We're doing a monthly membership insider, which is something new we bought in where we go behind the scenes essentially or walk through an existing membership site and yeah. that's been hugely popular. And then we do our two Q and A calls every month as well, which yeah. you know, we used to just do one of those. But we and- love doing those. Members love those. We're on camera for them. Yeah. Um so yeah, we do we up those to two a month. We do our monthly academy, academy show, show, which is kind of our little news roundup. Um even things like member of the month, which we we crown a member a month during the academy show all these sorts of being able to to kind of i can say finally get into that get locked into that solid consistent rhythm because again for the first few years as we've been evolving, as things have been changing with the academy, there's been a few false starts, which we talked about before. There's been a few things where um, we we started doing something and then maybe three or four months in, it just wasn't hitting the right marks. This has been, I think, the the highest quality, like a period of the highest quality content is the best time to be an academy member. They're getting just this consistent top draw stuff um we're putting out i would say probably more than we ever had before but in a way that's not overwhelming yeah. because we're we're it's in a more focused way yeah it's a lot more focused and um it's it's a lot more about catering to the different types of interests the different types yeah. of needs we have in our member base yeah and i think the good thing with that is that's all again stemmed from the revamped roadmap because with yeah. that revamped roadmap we're 100 percent solid on taking you from idea to launch and you know we don't need to be creating content for those beginner stages anymore yeah, so that's it, it, it would be a distraction yeah so that's allowed us to completely focus on our ongoing content being completely about helping you grow your yeah. membership and mem- manage your membership site and so that's enabled us to just get that more consistent rhythm and put out that content more regularly yeah because you know we've been saying all along getting your membership up and running it might not seem like it but that's the easiest part like the work really begins once you open the doors to your membership and you know there's other training there's other kind of things out there that you can piece together to figure out how to build a membership site but nobody is really taking care of what happens next in a in a quality consistent comprehensive way um and so being able to being able to get that roadmap and again this all stems from from having this this version of the roadmap we implemented a year ago having that locked in so we know okay if somebody is coming in and they're early on they haven't got the membership up and running this is the path this is what you need to focus on just do this that that's been so freeing in a way in in enabling us to just get so much more focused in in our content production and a big part of how we've been able to sustain that routine so this is our fourth up of the year um has just been finding a rhythm with our team as well so um again i'm pretty sure we've touched on this on some past anniversary episodes uh we've we've not had too high a turnover with our team uh we had a community manager who um was with us in the early days uh who we no longer work with her. she's obviously runs our own membership so was focused on that um we had a 
a virtual assistant real early on where it just did not work out. Um, and I, I can't remember if we've talked about this we have. previously. We have. Um, so Callie's giving me the move on <laughs> thing. Um, but yeah, so listen to some of the past episodes for that. But by and large, like we've been pretty solid in the in the growth of our team. So we've got people helping on the admin. We've got Sam helping us in the community. Um, people like Caesar Pinto. I know some of our listeners who are academy members. You'll know Caesar. Caesar helps us um, or helps me with the memberoni support and stuff like that. Um, we've got James, our fantastic podcast editor. We started w- working with a new um, graphic designer. Our previous one um, was offered just. Uh, an employment role that she could not say no to and we could not um, gripe with her about saying yes to. Um, but that's, you know, we've, we've kind of haven't missed a beat with that and Claire's been awesome for us so far. So, yeah, just I think this year I've just actually enjoyed um, the fact that we've got this solid team that we're working with who make make everything tick along nicely um so yeah that's a it's a it's a big up i definitely still need to get better at delegating you need to get a little (laughs) better at delegating part of honestly part of that i think is because um your podcast behind the membership of which we've had a, a third season just finish um awesome awesome season but because that's seasonal like that that becomes a little more of a focused effort once a year Whereas um, things like the podcast and stuff like that is the stuff that kind of ticks along nicely in the background. Um, but yeah, I think definitely a thing for the next year, season four of Behind the Membership Podcast, which we're going to have, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we'll have a season four. Your challenge is to delegate a little more around that. Um, but yeah, that's I, I think our team has been a, a big up from this past year as well because... Um, it was a it was a, a period of needing to adapt and get accustomed to to not trying to do everything ourselves. I, I was going to say especially for me, but for both of us. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so yeah, so I think we've had a good year with our team as well. Um, the next up, what are we on now? Is that five? Is this up number five? It is, yes. Yeah. Up number five, and I find it actually quite funny that we left it till this point. We've talked <laughs> about the WordPress theme. We've talked about like just getting organized and getting a content routine and all that. Um, our fifth positive win of the year is um, breaking that milestone into officially now being a seven-figure membership and that's not including the period (laughs) that's not including the pence or the cents um that's the big seven with a couple s and two commas um yeah yeah and it's a weird one because i don't know if it's the brits in us we should try and sound happy about this let's try and sound happy about this is a good thing right (laughs) yeah and i i do think some of it is kind of just um the, the our british nature that it's not something that we've tended to talk about it's not something we've boasted about or shouted about or or really like if you follow us anywhere you're not gonna know that this is the no. case and the thing is i think some of that some of that's englishness because it's almost considered impolite to be successful in yeah. in england um but some of it a big part of it honestly is the the market that we're in because there's so many overlaps with the online business, online marketing, internet marketing world. And honestly, 99% of that people there would write a blog post and an income report if they found a dollar on the street. Like they will tell you about every single cent that they make and they will brag about it and shout from the rooftops. And we 
we're just not like that. We don't like it. It's not our way of doing business because when you're just shouting about the the headline figures and about how much money you make, you get away from the substance, right? And so we could be putting out monthly income reports every month where we say, this is how much we made, this was our churn and this, that and the other. But the problem is when you do that and when you talk too much about the money and about how much you make and this, that and the other, that becomes the focal point, not the context behind it. And I think, you know, there's some well-known online marketing bloggers, they publish their income reports and everybody talks about, you know, how amazing it is that they make all this money, but they don't pay attention to how that money is is actually made. And the in a lot of cases, the incongruencies between how that money is made and what those people teach, right? And we didn't, we just have never wanted to, to get into that whole nonsense. And so we probably sway a little too too much in the other direction in that um, we're probably a little too understated about uh, the success we've we've enjoyed with our business. Um, but you know I'd rather I'd rather someone be surprised um, when they hear us you know talk about the fact we we are now officially a multi-million dollar membership. Um, rather, not multi-million yet. Not multi-million <laughs> yet. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, I'd rather people be surprised and taken aback by that. And and we've actually had people kind of say, you know, um, we're quite unassuming in that way. Like, we'd rather that than for people to kind of feel that we just brag about this and that's all we talk about. And I think there's so much out there. And we talked about it um, uh, previously about how seductive I think some of the stuff out there about memberships can be. You know, the seductive idea of passive income, of the fact that anyone can just, you know, whip up a membership and they'll be making all this amazing money in no time with no effort. There's so much bad stuff out there that focuses on the money that we just didn't want any aspect of our marketing or our promotion to center around that. So, yeah. Yeah, and I think also a large part of it comes down to we're not particularly driven by money either. Like, don't get me wrong, we love making money and the freedom it brings, but it is not our main driving force in why we're doing all of this. So it's nice to see that bank balance um, accrue and it allows us to do things like fly business class and and things like that. First class. (laughs) Um, First class. Come on. (laughs) You know, and, and to keep our cat in the lifestyle to which he's become accustomed, importantly. But it's definitely not our driving force for why we're doing this. And it's never been that we wanted to, you know, we never had this goal of we need to be at seven figures by this date or yeah, anything we've, like we've that. We've never measured success in in our bank balance. Um, and uh, But, you know, don't get us wrong. We're entrepreneurs. We're driven. We're ambitious. But we've always been driven that little bit more about the lifestyle yeah. that our business affords us rather than the toys and the money in the bank and this, that, and the other. Um, now, obviously, in a lot of cases, you need the money to to facilitate a certain lifestyle and, and to help you reduce and eliminate stress and anxiety and all that sort of stuff. Uh, but, you know, I'd rather be happy with half as much money in the bank than be filthy rich and, and miserable because we've been in positions where we've enjoyed success in business and in life, but been absolutely thoroughly miserable, unhealthy, burned out. And, you know, our, our drive is much more away from that than it is towards, you know, a huge, huge pot of money. But 
yeah, so it kind of feels like we're having to justify a lot about why we're, you know, we're not tweeting every five minutes about, hey, look how much money we've made. Um, but hopefully that just gives a little bit more of an insight into kind of what drives us and also why becoming a seven-figure membership officially is number five <laughs> on our list of <laughs> our list of highlights from the last year. Yeah. Um, and I, but I, it's nice. It's nice from a almost a completionist. Like, honestly, we've talked about... I don't know if we've talked on the show before about this, but we've certainly talked about it personally. Like, for us, the only reason we kind of wanted to hit that seven-figure... Uh, mark and to be able to say seven figure membership is so we can check off that box and say yeah seven figure membership that's awesome it's purely from the completionist perspective it's almost like playing video games it's it's a little achievement that's popped up because actually from a financial point of view um again we we're not particularly massive spenders we're not um you know we have a nice house and lots of nice things and all that sort of stuff but like we we had a point where we were comfortable and happy with our, our income like two, three years ago. Yeah, we're actually at a point where we need to try and find how to bring our profit down, Yeah, um, <laughs> to be honest with you. And that's um, actually, that's going to be an interesting one for, for next year because yeah. that's, you know, now you get the point. I think because we both ran like we 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 both run our own businesses before and we're both small businesses entrepreneurs and we both work freelance and all that sort of stuff for the longest time your focus is just on getting money like in terms of to first of all i need to make enough money to sustain just my ability to keep the lights on then i need to you know make enough money to invest a little in the business and grow the business. And so you definitely hit that point where actually just making more money works against you. So the interesting thing over the next year is going to be bringing profit margins down and, you know, looking at what we can invest in within the business um, to take things to that next level as opposed to just, well, hey, we're just – stacking revenue on top of revenue and hey isn't it awesome we've got like a 94 percent profit margin well it is until tax time comes yeah (laughs) it is until the tax man comes and you think actually you know what if i if we'd spend half of that then like the tax man would have got a lot less money but we would have had a lot more return for yeah anyway And the last thing I kind of want to say on on this milestone for us is actually the the most important thing and the most meaningful thing to me about it is the number of people that that means that we've helped and are helping. So that figure means that, you know, in the lifetime of the Academy, we now have over 2,000 active members, which is awesome. That's people we're helping to kind of build and grow their memberships. And in the entire lifetime of the Academy, we've helped over 3,500 people now. And to me, that's just incredible that we've been able to have that reach and that impact on so many people. I think it's around 4,000. It's not getting a bit closer to that. I'm not sure. Anyway, (laughs) but yeah, but it's just a huge amount of people that we've been able to support and i never quite envisioned it getting that to that size when we first started no i mean if you think when we very very first started we we kind of had the assumption we'd we'd be local so we'd be more uk focused um that we'd you know have a nice little membership ticking over and we probably we probably still like go out to little local networking events and business events and kind of spread the word that way and maybe we'd have some you know we'd do some small local meetups with our members and all that like again we had ambitions but um 
I don't think we we quite foresaw this. And actually, that kind of brings us into another another big, big up and possibly one of the biggest of the year, uh, which was our rebrand. And the reason they connect is we did an episode about the rebrand uh, a couple of months ago. And one of the major factors in rebranding membership guys, and particularly the academy, was the fact that we finally were able to change the name of the academy from Member Site Academy to membership academy so that was a whole a whole process if you're interested in that how that came about why we weren't membership academy from the get-go then check out that episode we'll link to it in the show notes but the the way that ties to kind of original expectations and ambitions for the membership was that we'd bought membership academy's domain name but it was membershipacademy.co.uk and that was that was subconsciously i don't know um uh, an indicator of the fact that we never thought this would be more than a a little uk centric online community um and the fact that we didn't we didn't even i don't even think we tried for the dot com no we did we knew oh, somebody we else had okay it. Uh, yeah so we knew someone else yeah we knew someone else had it but we were kind of like eh, it's it's no issue because we'll get the dot code at uk we'll just focus on our people here in the uk and it'll never it'll never be so big that it would be an issue like any confusion with a name or anything like that so yeah that was a funny one anyway the rebrand has definitely been a big 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 highlight for us yeah um the 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 name was such a thorn in our side yeah and it's been odd how such a small seemingly small change has just changed the mindset a little bit as well Mm. in terms of just for me anyway, just how I how I think and refer to the Academy. Yeah. You know, the funny thing is, like, okay, we're four years in, but it almost feels like, okay, we've got this last piece. Now we can get started. <laughs> yeah. All right? Yeah. Now we can start. Yeah, look out world. Oh, uh, let's not get in. Look out world, here we come. No. But it, it does kind of feel like, okay, f- four years. There's more confidence in the brand A l- Yeah, definitely, because... Yeah, we we were we talked about this on the other episode um, where I covered the rebrand. But doesn't matter how many people were listening to the podcast, how many people came to our website, how much we dominated search, how many members, how many how much money. When your own members and biggest fans are still calling the membership by the wrong name, which is what was happening consistently with the academy, because. Member Site Academy does not roll off the tongue. Nobody calls memberships member sites. We knew, you knew, everyone knew it was Member Site Academy because we couldn't because we didn't have Membership Academy. It was the membership guy, so it should have been Membership Academy. But we just weren't able to make that happen in those early days. So definitely the confidence in in the strength of the name, the strength of the brand. Because there was always that fear anytime, anytime, even like encouraging other people to spread the word about the membership, there was always that little fear in the back of the head. Oh, I hope they call it the right name. Like genuinely, I had, I've had people on, on the podcast. I'm not going to say their name because they're good friends. We love them and all that sort of stuff. But we had to, like, I had to make notes beforehand. Make sure that I repeat before we start recording and a couple of times during the interview, that I repeat the name of our membership several times because this person has a tendency to call it the wrong name. And that is going to be embarrassing if I have to correct them during the interview or what have you. And so, like, 
just that, having that little sword dangling over us in everything that we did to promote the academy, um, it meant that we never really went at it full throttle. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And, of course, the new logo. I was never happy with the logo. I've talked about this in, in the other episode. The logo was a $5 template that I bought from um, from Theme Forest, from our design, was it design Crowd, somewhere. Like, that was never meant to be a long-term um, logo, and it lasted us nearly, for like, three and a half years. You're really just excited that you've now got something you can create swag with. Well, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> the the logo, it sucked from, a, from the perspective of, like, can we create stickers? Can we create notebooks and all that? Like, it just, I I hated it. <laughs> like, I, I was going to say I created it, but I didn't. I tweaked this template. I'm a just, you know, I can design this stuff myself. And we were stuck with this. Th- I just didn't like it. So, yeah, that's a big, big, big plus. And as I, I think that word you said there, confidence. The confidence we can now go forward with, I think, with the brand and the new look and feel i think is a lot more us and yeah it's cool and it's been fun as we prepare for our conference uh which is happening in two weeks two weeks which is terrifying (sighs) yeah i'm really looking forward to kind of sleeping at the end of september i'm now looking at callie wondering if my face has gone as white (laughs) as hers has gone on on actually saying out loud that this is happening in two weeks at the time of recording um and at the time of publication, actually. So just creating, like, designing um, T-shirts and stuff like that for for Retain, incorporating the new branding, like, uh, it would have just been such a different kettle of fish with uh, the old brand. Anyway, so this brings us to the seventh up and... The first down. Yes. <laughs> this is very much a, a double-edged sword thing it's an up and a down and that is the retain conference without question this has been it, it, probably since since this time last year when we did last year's anniversary episode yeah we started planning it um end of august last yeah. year so it's been a, a year in the making and oh that's been an up and down year <laughs> it's definitely been an up and down year um we're gonna do a full debrief on it yeah afterwards aren't so, we? so yeah so i think we did i did an episode about six months ago kind of talking about um the early evolution of this idea um and it, you know i talked about the fact we we had a couple of little body blows to begin with in terms of uh the name like we we were all systems go on uh, calling it a certain thing and then we ended up not being able to we had a, a big issue with the original venue so there was uh, the, there were a couple of gut punches real early on in the process but you know we kind of once those were out the way i would say smooth sailing in terms of we haven't had any major nasty surprises or anything like that but this has been this has been 12 months of of consistent work planning promotion um and it's an up and a down because we've had this itch since before we started the academy this was always in the plans wasn't it yeah it was it was always something we wanted to have this live event yeah you in particular like this is you love well you loved you loved (laughs) let's say you loved 
yeah. past tense yeah. the idea of running a conference. Yeah, I, <laughs> I you know, I, I love organising this kind of thing. I love all the little details and planning and, and all of that. And I love actually hosting and, and getting people in a room and taking care of them and things like that. Uh, yeah, and you've you know we've done it before. We've done we've mastermind done days. Scale, yeah. We've done smaller events, mastermind days, workshops in San Diego, and I had nothing to do with those. Callie took the reins. She organised everything and like knocked it out of the park. Um, even on member meetups, like I have nothing to do with them. I <laughs> I do I do a little graphic to put on social media, and then I turn up. <laughs> like Callie organises the whole lot. So this is. This was something you were real excited about doing. Yeah, and and it has been an exciting process. I still love all of those things. And, you know, we do have an event team that's helping us as well. So we haven't had to do quite everything ourselves. But it has been exciting and I have enjoyed a lot of it. And the most important thing is, you know, when we first started planning this and we decided we were going to have it in Newcastle, which we knew was a bit of a risk, we were aiming for 100 people to come. Yeah, and we, we, wanted, figured... it, we wanted it to be... Big enough so that you would meet enough people and have enough networking opportunities to to get some real value from from being in a room with fellow membership owners. But we also wanted it to be small enough so that it was still intimate and so that those conversations you were having were more than just 30 seconds in the hallway. Um, so, yeah, that original goal was was for 100 people. Yeah, and, and, you know, we figured most of them would be UK and European-based and things. And now, two weeks before the event, we're looking at more like 170, 180 people in the room who are coming from all over the world. We've got people coming from Australia, Canada, America, South Africa, Dubai. Yeah, Russia. It's turned into this international event, which, you know, it's it's awe-inspiring to me that these are people that are traveling to our hometown for this event that we're creating. I, I still can't quite it's a bit of believe pressure. that. It, it's a little yeah, bit of it's pressure. it's a bit of pressure, but it, it's also... It's very humbling. something very humbling, yeah, and very moving about it as well. Yeah. And, you know, I'm fingers crossed because we're pulling out all the stops and I think it's going to be an awesome event. But, yeah, yeah listening in a few weeks when we'll be doing a debrief for you. Yeah, it is. But, it's going to be It's it's going to be a great event. We are very excited about it. Um, we needed to scratch this itch because yeah. we've been wanting to do for so long and the time i think the time was absolutely right for for doing it um so yes yeah, so there's there's a lot of yeah. good to it but the downside has been that it's uh, there's a couple of downsides the main downside for me has been the constant selling of tickets it's very different to how we promote and sell the academy and i'm going to be honest i don't like it <laughs> Honestly, I, I don't like that kind of constant sales machine of trying to, to sell tickets and things because and it gets boring. It, it is boring. That is it. It's like like once you've got the speaker lineup and once you've got the venue and you've got the, the details and these are all things that you kind of want to nail down early on, there's not that much <laughs> there's not that much more to say. There's only so many ways you can sell a, a two-day conference. And there's only so many ways in which you can talk about the speakers and talk about the reasons to be in the room. And when you start as far in advance as we did, a year out, we very first started selling tickets, um, you run out of angles. You run out of um fresh new ways of of promoting the 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 event and it's it gets so boring with a membership in particular like for us like 
a lot of our a lot of our sales and marketing happened very organically it's word of mouth and this that and the other but you know also we've got fresh content coming out all the time so we can to be talking about these cool new things we've got testimonials coming regularly we've got members sharing successes and wins that we can then talk about on our social channels so there's a lot more to work with and it's a lot more fun and dynamic and changing but with an event oh it's it's such a boring product yeah. to sell <laughs> and it's also and that's you know, sorry it, and that, just to reiterate it's not a boring event but as a purely as a product to sell and to sit down and think of okay like what what can we do to push ticket sales what can we do to take advantage of the fact that the early bird deadlines are running out like it's so boring <laughs> so boring yeah. it's and, just ugh. not the sales style that we like or are used to so that for us has been a bit of an adjustment and related to that it's it's been a down because we knew it was going to take time we knew it was going to be a big project but we didn't quite factor in how much it was going to take us away yeah. from other things and so don't get us wrong the academy is still our priority it's it as we said before everything in the academy is up this year and we've got this great content routine and things but there's also things that we would have loved to have done if our time wasn't taken away by doing retain. Yeah, definitely. So, um, yeah, I think it is very much that double-edged sword just because it's been a sustained year-long distraction. Yeah. Because it was never, you know, when we have no intention to get into the events business, it was always almost intended as the meetup of all member meetups. It's something to help us to even further serve our members and our audience to really kind of elevate the experience they have as being a part of our audience, our family, our membership. It was it's we have no intention of suddenly becoming an events business. So taking that into consideration, just the amount of distraction that this has been and the amount of bandwidth, the amount of brain power. And also it's a very different kind of working. It's a very different type of, of activity, planning an event and arranging all of them. And so switching from academy mode to retain mode has taken its toll a little bit on us as well, just in terms of how we like to run our business our day to day and stuff like that. Yeah. And we were saying earlier that, you know, for us running this business is all about it. It's a lifestyle business, essentially. It's, yeah. it's like that. And retain has taken us away from that a bit. I mean, for me personally, my anxiety levels have never been higher. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and don't, don't get me wrong. You know, I've still played, I probably played more video say, games. You've, you've Crushed it on the video game playing. Yeah, this year. I was still, you know, again, anyone who's been around us for a while will know when we talk about lifestyle, what we really mean is we want to sit and play video games or like, travel or travel or, you know, work three or four days a week. And yeah, we're all about that kind of lifestyle. Yeah. We, we've had <laughs> Living like college students yeah. is basically our life goals. Yeah, but we've had to put <laughs> a stop to No Work Friday for, for the last few months. I'm looking forward to bringing that back in. Yeah, well, <laughs> last last December, we wanted to do No Work December yeah. and literally take the whole of December off. We're totally doing that this year. What we, we say that every yeah, we say yeah. that every year. This year, we will be. So, yeah, so it has, it's been a distraction, um, particularly because, you know, we know some other people where they do events. It's, 
the event is basically a smokescreen for a sales pitch for something they want to to sell. They just use the event as a way of getting more money from you. That's not what this is for us. Yeah, it, it's not exactly a trade secret. We're not selling anything no. at this event. So for our attendees, <laughs> there's not going to be a big pitch for a mastermind or no. anything like that. It's purely an event for an event's sake. Yeah, it's an, so, it's it's what an, an event should be. The, the aim of the event is you'll come, you'll learn some stuff, you'll meet some people, you'll pick up some value and tips that you can go away, implement, and that will help you have more success in your membership. That is the the modus operandi for the event, and that's it. There's no agenda. Well, there's an agenda of when speakers on, but there's no hidden agenda. Um, you know, we're not going to do like three yeah, you're days. you're not going to need to get your credit card no, out. No, exactly. There's too many of those events in, in the world, and, you know, that's just not how we roll. We, we don't like misleading our audience or mistreating them in that way. And so... Um, Again, with that in mind, like we don't. This is all to say we don't have to be doing this. We chose to do this because we thought it would be awesome, and, and it we, will be. It will be awesome on the day, and it will be awesome for the attendees. But from a business point of view, it has definitely been a a bit of a mixed bag, and I think and it's uh, a lot more stressful than it running is. the membership. Honestly, <laughs> some of it, some of it is just how how much you have to rely on other people having their stuff together in 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 tune with you so printers suppliers speakers sponsors like there's so so many different moving parts so many different people you need to have singing from the same hymn sheet and um yeah so we'll dig into the ins and outs of it a bit more in a few weeks time when everything's all said and done we'll be doing a debrief episode episodes where we'll either be talking about how much of a disaster it was which it won't be or how amazing it is and how actually you can ignore everything we've said today and even though it's hard work we're doing three new conferences every year nope nope that won't <laughs> be the case but you know we'll have that full debrief once it's all said and done but as we as we come up to kind of the one year mark of when we started really pushing forward on this, um, is definitely a mixed bag, mostly for the degree to which it's probably caused us to take our foot off the gas a little bit with the membership. Good thing is membership has not suffered for it. It's enjoyed exponential growth, more members, more revenue. You know, podcast listens are up, our website visits are up. Just our YouTube subscribers, despite the fact that we've neglected our YouTube channel since day one, like this, we've still got like a couple of thousand of subscribers. Like we we're enjoying growth in every single area of the business. Um, so it hasn't been detrimental. It's just not how we've wanted to work. Yeah, it's this. Yeah, I would I would agree. This is maybe we probably had. I don't want to say chaotic, <laughs> but we definitely overextended ourselves a bit more this year, and that's our second down of the last 12 months not just related to retain but i i would say overall we have probably overextend ourselves a little much in this last year yeah definitely we started the year saying well you know we just wanted quite a, an easy year we were just going to do the academy and retain and that was it and it hasn't quite worked out like that because, you know, in between there, we've already talked about we had the rebrand, we had the member-only theme. We've also been working on a couple of top-secret projects that will be revealed yes, soon. Yes, yes. You know, plus Retain, plus the Academy. It's been a lot. It has been a lot. And even, you know, we're talking about, um, we're saying about the routine we've got with our content. Now, obviously, the fact we've got 
retain coming up has meant that like we we've had to make sure we were batch producing months worth of worth of content in advance in order to free up our time to work on retain so even that like we basically had this big traffic jam i would say between the end of may maybe actually the beginning of may beginning of may and now we've had this pile up really of stuff to work on we've had the member only theme which needed to be done like because um it was kind of overdue a major update and there were some changes with with wordpress that necessitated a major update um the rebrand which again if you listen to the episode we did about our rebrand you'll know why the the timing of that originally was it had to be done then this year to coincide with retain um as it turned out maybe we could have avoided that but by that point you know, things were already in motion. So we did the rebrand. We've got these other projects we've been working on, which you'll find out more about in the next month or so, plus retain, plus batch producing months of content to enable us to work on retain. That all happened within uh, the, the kind of quarter two, halfway through quarter two, beginning of quarter three. Um, and that definitely overextended things. So Callie mentioned before, I think anxiety levels for both of us the, the stress levels are probably higher than they have been for a while just because of how much has been going on. Um, we said go back to no work Fridays. We worked more weekends than we care to. We don't like working weekends. Um, there's been more than a few working into the, the small hours of the night uh, to make all this happen. And the thing is, from the outside looking in, you wouldn't know any of this. And I think it's probably testament to all the other things we talked about in terms of the team, in terms of the routine and all that sort of stuff, that everything is, we've still been able to deliver at a high level uh, in we've all areas. We've still been able to support our members we've on still a been daily able to, basis. Like, like, I mean, if you're an Academy member, you know, even when all this is going on, we're still in there answering your questions and answering your posts like every day. So yeah, from the outside looking in, you wouldn't know it. But we've definitely overextended ourselves um, more than than we have before in this business. Yeah. Now, still not a patch on in in previous life when we're in the agency and all that sort of stuff. Like we haven't yet had a getting up at six in the morning, working through till three in the morning, and running on fumes yet. <laughs> and as enough. yeah, but as um, you know, as I think the. The workload for the retain event, we're kind of, we've broken the back of it now. We're in that final stretch and everything's kind of in place. We just need to practice our talks now. Um, so I think we're through, we're through the hardest part. So yeah, but this is definitely when we talk about the lifestyle that this business is, is created to afford us. Um, this is definitely the furthest we've, we've gotten away from that in a long, long, long time yeah and we're definitely going to be dialing dialing it back next yeah. year next year is very much about getting back to basics um about i would say refocusing on the academy um but as we said you know for for having an eye off the academy for periods of this year like we still done ridiculously well we still delivered the best period like the best content Awesome growth. We've gone from averaging about three to four members a day to averaging more around six members a day, um, which is funny because this is probably the one year in which we've actually not really done anything 
Yeah, it's all through search and yeah. content. Yeah, we haven't done we haven't done anything particularly unique or different or tried any new marketing tactics. We've kind of we I don't want to say we've coasted, but from a sales and marketing point of view, we've kind of oh coasted. yeah, definitely from a sales and marketing point of we view, have. we've coasted. Yeah. We've taken our foot off the gas there, and it, but definitely. it's been nice to see that actually we've succeeded yeah. anyway. And the thing is, it, the reason we've been able to do that is because we worked hard for years. Yeah, to, that was three years yeah, of build up for that. Exactly. You know, our, we say it coasted, but we we. Our podcast still goes out every every week. We've still had did our, a season three of behind the still membership. did a season three behind the membership. Um, still kind of step things up with our content. So now actually, you'll see when we're putting out new podcast episodes, they are accompanied by a full blog that that covers that topic rather than just being the podcast episode. So actually, you know, that's that's our version of course, yeah. right? <laughs> um, but yeah. Next year is more about focusing back on the academy because a lot of fun little things we want to try, we've had to postpone a little bit. A lot of little experiments or a lot of, you know, like little tactics we've been itching to to give a shot um, at, you know, for marketing on the academy. We've had to hang fire on those. So, yeah, next year, back to basics, less stress, get back to to the mission at hand. Um, so yeah, so because that definite down is that overextension, and then the final down. This is just kind of a a quick one. We definitely, definitely, and I don't think this is just me. Seen, um, it felt like we've seen more copycats this year. Yeah, definitely. We see more people just outright ripping off our content, ripping off our ideas. The more frustrating ones, where actually they 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 come and they'll use our site as the basis in term, uh, for their content in terms of the substance and the key points. So they, they, they take the message, they take the ideas and the, the intelligence and the substance and the research behind our content, and then they just regurgitate it in their own words. Like we're seeing so much more of that, even just even little tidbits Little little nuggets of wisdom, little sound bites or specific things we say, we're starting to see crop up um, with with others. You know, even people who are supposedly you know well known or uh, big in in certain industries, like they're parroting stuff that we've been saying for years and putting their their name on it. And it's 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 tiring. You know, we've done an episode about people stealing your content before, in which. <laughs> kind of make it clear we we have a scorched earth no holds barred approach to this like we get hardcore we get legal because we work too hard at this to to let it fly but uh, it's tiring yeah it's more tiring just because you look at it and say but you must know like this the, the world of online memberships it's small like it might feel bigger than it is if you're if you're running a membership because you have that whole red car syndrome where if you own a red car, it seems like everyone has a red car. So if you have a membership, it might seem like everybody's talking about memberships and the world of online memberships is huge. But as a market, as a niche or a niche, it's actually quite small. So of course we're going to we're going to notice if you're ripping off our stuff. Of course we're going to notice if you know you're taking sound bites and quotes and little tidbits of wisdom or pearls of wisdom we've been saying for ages and suddenly banding it around as if it's your own. And if we don't spot it, 
Our audience will spot it. We have a big audience. We've got the number one podcast in the in the field. We've got the we dominate search for the most part for everything related to memberships. We've got a good size audience and they like what we do. And so they tell us if you're nicking our stuff. So yeah, that's I, I think that continues to be a down and it's a shame because i think it just makes me sad it's 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 not tiring or saddening or downheartening because of the fact that people are nicking our stuff because we squash that like when we become good at squashing that it's just like come on man just try harder just be better than that like ugh, yeah so that's a nice note to leave things on. It's a nice note to leave things on. Stop nicking our stuff. Um, no, but I think I just want to get that in there because it is like we had an incident fairly recently and it's just like, oh, again, come on, man. So, um, yeah. So those are our seven ups, three downs. So the freeing nature of the brand new roadmap that we intended to be the final piece of the puzzle, the final stage of evolution in terms of major developments for the membership has proven to be that and has enabled us to uh, to, to help members get even further and make even more progress. Massive win for us. It also um, enabled us to, or freed us up a bit more to establish just a real great routine with regular content going out to our members. It is the best time to be an Academy member right now because we're giving you guys the good stuff um, each and every month. And it's awesome. And it's content that we have a lot of fun creating, especially the Membership Insider. Those are those are awesome. Those rock. Oh, um, no, you won't let me do any. <laughs> well, you could watch them, you know. <laughs> I've watched them. Okay. It's just so they're good, though. You've they're taken fun. them on as your baby and you're like, I'm like, do you want me to do the Membership Insider this month? No, like, no, mine. no. It's mine. I like I like the whole just hit record and just say what I see and say what I feel as we go through these memberships. Anyway, so that was the third up. Uh, the second up, sorry. The third is um, just the nice rhythm we've been able to get into with our team. I feel while, you know, it's always going to be a learning curve, it's always going to be... Um, I don't want to say difficult, but there's always challenges with having a distributed team. I'm real happy, real confident with the people we have helping us make all this stuff happen. Um, we also mentioned the member-only update as being a personal highlight for me, and I'm sure for a lot of our members who are using that theme. The breaking through to that seven-figure milestone, <laughs> being way down on the list of our wins, um, most people would lead with that, but, you know, as we said, uh, we have reasons why we don't focus as much on the numbers as other people do but that's uh in no way saying that this hasn't been a huge very proud accomplishment for us and one that uh we plan to build on and build on it's mostly such a big positive because it's it's just part of just this continued sustained growth that we've had since year one um and yeah we keep going from strength to strength which is a very very gratifying to be able to say our rebrand probably one of our one of our second biggest undertaking of the the past 12 months and a one we're very proud with very pleased about and so much more confident moving ahead and uh our seventh up which is also our first down the retain conference a lot of work it's going to be worth it the payoff will be worth it but man it's been a little bit of a slog getting here um 
the overextension of us and, and kind of the distraction factor, not just from Retain, but from all the other things we've been working on, uh, certainly getting further away from the kind of lifestyle, the kind of day-to-day that we want to have in our business. That's something we certainly want to correct over the next 12 months. And then finally, those ever-present copycats, which I suppose you could say are a symptom of success, but still, go away, stop it. Get on my nerves, man. All right, what is next? Very quickly, what is next for the Academy in the next 12 months? Well, well, we're not planning any, you know, big evolutions, big changes and things, as we said before. You know, Academy 3.0 is is kind of... The final version. The final yeah. version, almost. It's kind um, of like Die Hard. <laughs> they should have stopped after three. But, but what we are keen to do <laughs> is that we have uh, some cool plans in place to help our members in the growth stage even further yeah. as well. So we're really focusing after Retain's over on putting some great things in place for our, our growth-based members. And it's mostly, this is mostly around kind of member experience yeah. as opposed to, oh, well, here's this new type of content. Here's this new, like, our plans are more, it's refinement. It's about yeah. fine-tuning that member experience. Yeah. Updating some of our older content big, is yeah. a big thing we want to do. It's a big do. thing because some, you know, there's, there's courses we've either wanted to do or wanted to update for a, a while now. Um, and again, it'll be nice to have nothing on the nothing major yeah. on the agenda that that distracts us from from doing that. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to kind of focusing back that kind of pretty much 100% attention on the academy again. And yeah. as you said, going back to basics with um, being able to experiment a little bit more with yeah. things like our marketing and things like that as well. So I'm kind of looking forward to a, a simpler year next year, yeah. but definitely not a quiet one as such. Yeah, definitely. And, um, you know, I do think that the the joint focus on retain and the things we we've said on we said before the membership is all we do it's all we sell that's not actually true um we've we've got books we've done workshops we've done little events we've we've done kind of a high level mastermind program but despite all that the membership has always been the core big thing that we sell that we deliver in that we focus all our time in and this past 12 months has been the first time in the run of this business where that hasn't been 100% the case. So it'll be it'll be nice to shift gears back to um back to the part of the business we love because we still love the membership. And the thing the thing that the kind of distraction and some of the overextension has done has kind of meant that I think in some ways it's forced us to become more efficient with the membership yeah. and that's something that we're going to benefit from going forward. But also what it's done, it, it kind of, it's taken away that little margin in which we could just play. play. Yeah. We could just play. We could just have fun. We could experiment. Yeah. You know, the the 80%, if you go with the 80-20 rule, you've got the 80%, which is your call. That's that's the content we're putting out. That's the answering questions in the forum. That's showing up and serving and delivering every day. But then you have that, that 20% where you get to be a bit looser. You get to play. You get to experiment with new tactics. You get to fail. You get to try stuff, throw stuff at the wall. And that's the bit we haven't been able to do this past yeah. year because we've had to focus on retain. So it'd be nice to to get back to yeah. that. Have some space for spontaneity as yeah. well. Yeah, space for spontaneity, space for fun, space to take a month off and <laughs> just play video games. Um, no, so... I'm looking forward to that breathing room. I really am, yeah. Yeah. And then we say that, but then we have got a couple of secret projects we've been working we on, but, but these they're are not pro- going to be 
anything like no, this year. They're very different. These aren't these aren't day-to-day distractions. So um yeah, some real really exciting stuff coming up. Um but uh yeah, and like I say, who knows, in three weeks' time when we put out the episode which is debriefing, retain, and we talk about the lessons learned and this, that, and the other. Man, we might have we we might have a different perspective. Maybe you know, we're expecting the payoff for retain to be worth it in terms of the experience and in terms of the feeling of of being able to put on this kind of event for our audience. But who knows? Maybe it's going to exceed our wildest expectations, and actually, we're going to be like, you know, we need to do this all the time. It's probably not going to be the case. Spoiler alert. Um, yeah. <laughs> but who knows we'll see um all right i think that's it for for another year hopefully uh you've found this little peek behind the curtain useful interesting entertaining uh a way to pass time while you you know wait for something better i don't know hopefully it's filled a, a gap in your day um as always we'd love to hear from you guys whether there's anything we've talked about which resonates with you have we put you off the idea of doing an event for your own membership or, you know, have we given you some inspiration for um, something you want to try out? I don't know. Give us a shout on Twitter at Membership Guys, on Instagram at Membership Guy because it's, Callie's not allowed on my Instagram account because it's my Instagram account. She's got her own. Um, or, of course, if you're on Facebook, let us know your thoughts inside our free Facebook group. If you type Membership Mastermind into the search bar, you will find it. Or go to talkmemberships.com. That will redirect you to our group. We've got about 13,000 membership site owners in there. Myself, Callie, and the team um, pop in as well. And I'm very keen to hear any thoughts, any feedback, or any additions you have on the back of what we talked about today. That is it from me. That is it from her. It is. Thank you for listening as we come to this fourth anniversary of Membership Academy, which is really when the Membership Guys properly took off. We launched Membership Guys a little way before that, but the birth of the Academy was really the birth of the brand. And we want to thank each and every one of you for every podcast listen, every blog post visit. If you're a member of the Academy, of course, you know we absolutely love you. Thank you so much for all your support and for being with us over the past four years. We hope that you'll stick around with us for years and years to come. We're very excited for what is ahead. And uh, yeah, I'll be back again in 12 months to let you know how year five has gone. Until then... Actually, not until then, until next week. (laughs) That is it from me. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. See you later. Take care, guys. If you enjoyed this week's episode of the Membership Guys podcast, we invite you to check out membershipacademy.com. The Membership Academy is the essential resource for anyone at any stage of starting, growing, and running a membership website. Whether you're still trying to figure out what your idea is going to be, or whether your website is already up and running and you're just looking for ways to grow it and attract new members, then the Membership Academy can help you to get to the next level. With our extensive course library, monthly training, exclusive member-only discounts, perks, and tools, and a supportive, active community to help you along the way with feedback, encouragement, and advice, the Membership Academy is the perfect place to be for anyone looking to start, manage, and grow a successful membership website. Check it out at membershipacademy.com.